0: Hello everybody, welcome into the Hours of Our Live podcast. My name is Luke Garasco, recording this on a Monday night. You'll probably hear this on the 17th. Hopefully, of the 17th of November. Uh, all sorts of big news this week. Apparently, we may have a, a vaccine coming up here in the next couple of months. Another one is 96, 95% effective. Of course, that, uh, <laughs> that's a killer for all the complainers, whiners, and uh, stay at home people because their uh, their uh, run is as dominant, as the dominant population is about to dwindle uh, real quick. But nevertheless, we got a packed shell for you today. All sorts of good news, um, or good bad news. We're going to talk a bunch. Uh, I want to talk about uh, the police, uh, the uh, some big development in the police chief Morales demotion, which I think is interesting and not something you would want out. Uh, the city gets caught up in a little bit of hypocrisy, more than the hypocrisy than we talked about last week. Uh, some interesting, uh, an interesting new fine amount for uh, individuals that don't participate or don't uh, follow the. Uh, some of the Corona restrictions, a gun at uh, Mitchell International, and Tosa's Tosa's big development project gets shut down unanimously. So we're going to talk about it all. But first, I wanted to talk about this. I just saw this le- recently. I just saw this today, actually, about how <laughs> about how the city of Milwaukee is now considering. Basically reworking their their fine structure and their legal structure, and basically if you get violated or if you violate one of the Corona rules, instead of getting your hundred seventeen dollar and thirty two cents fine or whatever it is, something random like that, it's now going to be shot up to twenty thousand dollars. Now I saw twenty thousand and then I saw five thousand, but nevertheless they're trying to jack up the price of fines for violators of their violate violators of the Corona. Rules of the restrictions of the guidelines, whether that's the mask or the capacity limit or the health plan or so many different you know ways you can violate that law, and they're going to try to <laughs> charge you twenty thousand bucks for it. That's like the price of a small Ford Focus. <laughs> Nevertheless, uh, that's what you get for uh, for <laughs> for violating the mask mandate. Nevertheless, uh, you can look at that two ways, and you could say, well, you know what? They're tra- they're taking action. They're doing the right thing. They're trying to save lives. They're uh, you know if you're not going to follow it, you don't. You know, you you deserve to be held accountable, and I agree. But I don't see it like that at all. <laughs> in fact, I see it as here is a city that shut down for six months, who leads, who has publicly admitted in their budget on all their budget shenanigans, has admitted that they are tight on cash. Their hop, as we talked about last week, is in a predicament. They're going co- to that hop is going to cost them a lot of money that they don't have. Uh, there's multiple occasions like that. All the poli- all the police budget and the defund the police. We've talked about this at length. All sorts of budget problems. There is not a lot of cash because when you shut down the city for six months, you don't get any tax revenue, any sales revenue, any sales tax, any any, any tax revenue, really, uh, and uh, though that's the consequence. You don't have moolah, moolah, moolah. So here, <laughs> very coincidentally, now if you violate the corona restrictions, you get a $20,000 fine. I think they're trying to cover their rear end. They're trying to make back some of that money that they have, and again, this isn't popular for the people that think the governments are so welcoming and so friendly and, and they would never. Never heard a squirrel. Uh, I'm not one of those people. And I think it's blatantly, I, I think it's pretty clear that they're, uh, especially as they try to rework this, as they're finding more people, they realize uh, as more people violate this law, which is, is about to happen, they're going to, going to, Pick up with the uh, enforcement of it, and they're going to charge people more, and well, they're going to get lots more moolah. So that moolah, that twenty thousand dollars, is probably about two weeks of sales tax revenue. And bing, bang, boom, they've recovered it back in the pockets of the Milwaukee city government. So who isn't that great? And of course, there probably is a factor of they're trying to enforce it. There's a spike, yada yada yada. But I, th- I would say that's probably second to the fact that they're trying to uh, make up some of their uh, meat's end on their uh, on their city budget. They're trying to make moolah. Next thing I wanted to talk about is a little bit of sports. Uh, and I don't want to overdo it with sports because sports, sports isn't everything. This isn't a sports podcast, but when it relates to Milwaukee, I must discuss it. Uh, and I'm obviously a, a, a big Packers, Bucks, Brewers and Badgers fan. So I'll, I'll admit my bias here, but, uh, the bucks are now on the clock and they were on the clock as of last season to keep Giannis in Milwaukee. And now they are on now the clock is in like where it's flashing red. It's getting down there because here they go. The NBA free agency period opened up, meaning players can move around, they can trade players, you can negotiate trades. It's very much in the open. Players are moving already, and the Bucks have yet to make a deal. Not only have they yet to make a deal, but the players that they have been trying, that they've been supposedly trying to target to bring to the Bucks to make them better, are now already been traded and are on a different team, which is not ideal for a small market team such as the Milwaukee Bucks, who have suddenly got relevance because of this tall man named Giannis, who is going to be uh, his contract is going to be up uh, this time next year, and uh, if they don't win a title or make some type of desperate sales pitch, he is going to be probably. Playing in a different jersey, and the Bucks will once again be irrelevant, and there will be a lot of long-term consequences that I have discussed lengthily on this show. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna break down the X's and nose of it, but. The Heat, the, the Celtics, the, the Sixers, all these teams that the Bucs compete against, they get to the finals, if not win the title, are getting better. They're trading people. The Bucs, I saw one rumor, they're going after like some sixth man. Well, sixth man, for those of you who don't know, is like the first guy off the bench. So basically, he's not even a starter. That's who they're after. <laughs> but hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully they get somebody, but the clock is now in the in the red. It's flashing red every other second because they are coming down the last wire here. And if they don't, I think the only way they're going to make, they're going to keep you honest is either A, prove to him that we are willing to build around you, do whatever it takes to bring you a title, which would mean let's sacrifice a first-round pick here in the 20s and get somebody, or... Uh, We win we get to the finals next season or the win the title and then it's well You've already won a title. I think those are the only two options and so far I don't think they have a shot at the title next year and the clock is is ticking on the whole uh, Trade sales pitch as well. So bad times ahead if they do not make a trade. So hopefully they do Uh, Next story I wanted to touch on briefly is I saw this and again. I don't take sides I try not to, at least. Uh, I just, I, I, just see how it is, and I connect the dots. That's all I do on this podcast. And I saw this, and it just made me roll my eyes. I mean, I saw right through this. And again, maybe other people don't. I think it was pretty obvious. I think you, 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 you can't deny how hypocritical this is. And we talked about it a little bit last week about how. Uh, when Biden won, was when, the, when the presidential race was called for Biden, they would think it was last Saturday, Milwaukee blew up. There was celebrations. I said, I have no, absolutely no problem with that. I'm not going to sit here on my high horse and be, stay inside, kids. No, get off my lawn. No, I, I'm not that type of dude. But nevertheless, <laughs> they partied, and there was a big party in Zyther, Union Square. The Journal Sentinel, though, they might want to delete that video after this podcast, has a big video of it of one of their reporters, and you can see exactly what's happening. And it was, of course, as we talked about last week, a little bit of the old violation of the COVID acts, COVID guidelines, mandates, whatever you want to call them, that went into play the previous week. Uh, And not only that, but the mayor of Milwaukee, Tom Barrett, decided (laughs) rules are for losers and and went for him, went to this rally himself, not only not to shut him down or fine him or slap him with a $20,000 fine, but instead uh, joined in with the rally because he just thought it was so safe. And I said, that's a little hypocritical. Uh, you know it, it, it does not that's not a great look but now it gets worse because now this week there was a Trump rally a similar situation there was a couple of masks there was probably a little more masks there was more I, I should say this there was more masks at the Biden rally than the Trump rally I think we can all understand that but there was the same amount of people they were sort of social distancing sort of not there was a big guy giving a speech and guess who came knocking on the door the Milwaukee Health Department oh and they were going to shut them down they listed all sorts of violations and I don't know whether they listened to this podcast and heard me critique them last week, which I don't think is 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 a reality. Or they uh, re- they're playing politics here, and as long as you support their candidate, which in this case scenario would happen to be Joe Biden, uh, most Milwaukeeans support Joe Biden, as we saw in the election. Uh, <laughs> you're getting shut down. You're getting fined twenty grand. So they said they nailed them with a couple restrictions. They said people weren't sitting in chairs, which I don't fully understand. When you look at the Biden rally, type in Joe Biden to your Journal Sentinel. That's where it is or you can find it on social media I'm sure uh, type it in there's a video it's like celebrations Biden victory celebrations erupt in Milwaukee or something it's a video click on that there are no chairs in that video as far as I'm concerned uh, <laughs> also there was the social distancing issue uh, again you look at the Biden film or the Biden celebration not much social distancing uh, you could I I didn't really the, the Trump one was, was a little bit blurry but I would bet they're probably the same thing the numbers there was uh, over 100 people at the Trump rally which was a no-no Of course, when you look at the Biden film, in about one frame, you can count 100 people. Uh, And nevertheless, of course, the rules had not changed from that point to the Trump one. So (laughs) it's the same rules. Uh, And of course, they were not wearing masks. And again, as I said that, the Biden one, they probably were wearing masks. I would assume 99.99% of them at the Biden campaign were wearing masks. The Trump ones were not. But nevertheless... You get you you know you're you're three for four. I mean it's the same violations. It's the same issues. The rules did not change. Uh, and of course, if you're supporting Donald Trump, you get shut down. And of course, there was some violence that erupted, and people were shoving, and there were some counter protesters, and it was a whole mess. And clearly, that's on the fault of the protesters or the rally goers, whatever you want to call them, and they deserve fines and shutdowns for that, not for their dumb. Uh, you know, uh, for their health violations, especially when the Biden people had new problems celebrating. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Again, not taking sides, but there's clearly a, uh, a gap here in, in how they're enforcing the rules. And it does not surprise me that, again, again, our governments are paying politics. And, uh, well, that just doesn't surprise me. A couple of stories uh, just to finish out this podcast. We're going to kind of go some rapid fire. Uh, All sorts of good stuff coming down the uh, down the tubes, I guess you'd call it. Uh, First thing, first kind of small story I saw was a gun, a loaded gun. I don't know if it was loaded, but it was a handgun, a real gun, you know, a a, a shoot people type of gun. (laughs) That was really immature. Uh, (laughs) A a a gun was found at through uh, TSA at M M uh, M M M MKE at Mitchell International Airport, and of course, (laughs) as much as I like to hype up that airport, you get stories like that, and it's like you you just you just don't know. And, of course, there was no reason to suspect that this, uh, again, there was no reason to suspect anyone. W- there was going to be any type of badness around that gun. But, and, of course, TSA found it, which is a good thing. But I <laughs> just find it hard to believe. All right, honey, I'm packing for my trip to Cancun. What should I bring? I mean, <laughs> I, I forgot my gun was in my suitcase. I mean, I think you would think you would have at least the common sense to, uh, to put those two and two together. But maybe not. But I guess I saw that, and I, I don't know. It was, it was slightly unsettling. Uh, next one I saw was the Tosa, Wawatosa. you guessed that, Wawatosa, city of, I think it's 40,000, uh, <laughs> had a developer come to Wawatosa and propose a high-rise, you know, like a high, high, high-rise, you know, like what you find downtown, like a skyscraper, well, a skyscraper on Milwaukee, <laughs> on the Milwaukee scale, uh, yeah, they were going to propose, I think it was a 25 to 30-foot uh, story, thir- 25 to 30-story building, high-rise luxury apartments, uh, right on Blue Mount across from the zoo, Uh, and it's kind of a weird area. Of course, it's right on the highway there, uh, but you get the... There's like a Moe's Irish pub There's a Starbucks And there's the zoo I mean it's really not An up and coming area As far as I'm concerned And I just don't know Who would want to live there I wouldn't want to live there But I guess there There was some market research done And apparently people Want to live there I guess it's right next To the highway It's convenient Yada 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 And well (laughs) I don't know But anyway There was some opposition Some heavy opposition In terms of uh, In terms of Wauwatosans They were not pleased With this proposal And I wasn't really either Of course I didn't really care I like development I'm big business Business, pro business, at least. Uh, I thought it was a little odd that they were planning a high rise tower for Wawatosa. Of course, people went ballistic because that's what people do. <laughs> and of course, the plan commission, the Wawatosa Plan Commission, which either approves or denies these proposals, shot it down unanimously. Uh, so I think it's safe to assume they were on the same page as the rest of the Wawatosans uh, and are not too uh, supportive of the gigantic high rise in the middle of Wawatosa. Oh well. <laughs> Quick thing on the Corona I feel like I'm a broken record I'll just keep this short But last a couple of weeks ago I said The problem you're getting here With this Corona spike Is not the restrictions Is not the guidelines It's what people are doing It's people's behavior And any psychologist Will tell you that same thing And Yeah there was an article. The Journal Sentinel did a piece that said even with the even with the with the hotel or with the hospitals being swamped and seventy thousand people testing a positive a day or whatever it is and and you know a new wave of restrictions and whatnot and this pandemonium and this we're back it's back dominating the news cycle and yada 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 people are still not changing usually at this point in the summer or even in the fall it was like. Everyone was on board with it, and again, I think it's time, it's fatigue. Uh, People are kind of seeing that maybe we were a little bit, maybe we're jumping the gun on on an extinction event. That We're calling this an extinction event, Um, and I think when you get with the holidays here, I don't think that's going to change. I don't think people are going to just say no to Thanksgiving. Uh, There probably will be people, but I think the far majority of them, airlines, know that. United, I just saw, is going to add, I think it's 1,300 uh, flights. To its, to its network uh, Thanksgiving weekend, meaning they're expecting people to fly. I would expect the same thing for Christmas. And again, you change behavior, uh, not restrictions. Restrictions worked. They cha- they they formed the behaviors, but now it's to the point where these behaviors, people are going to party, people are going to have fun, people are going to see loved ones. And uh, there of course, there is a population that is not totally understandable, but The the vast majority of people are not, and that's why you're seeing the spike, or at least as bad as it is, and that does not surprise me. And of course, the last thing is the Milwaukee city attorney did something that (laughs) if I was the PR guy for anything Milwaukee, I'd give him a little nudge on the shoulder and say, keep it quiet. Uh, Because basically, he came out (laughs) bluntly and just bluntly announced that the demotion of Former Milwaukee Police Chief uh, Morales, from Chief to Lieutenant or whatever they gave him, some lower ranking, uh, who of course then retired because that would affect his pension if he was in fact demoted. <laughs> of course, it's always good to know they're in it for the community, not the pension. But nevertheless, <laughs> uh, so he retired, and basically the city attorney came out and said it was uh, he was not given due process. It was basically a fair, it was an unfair firing. And I said it at the time. I said the quarrel between him and the chair. I think it was. Vegas or something of the police and fire commission uh the quarrel between them they both deserve to go they both did go it was more than we have some issues with the way you're you're running the department here it was like personal and i said they both went they both deserved to go they both did go but i do think and now it's interesting that suddenly people are coming out <laughs> and it bluntly admitting that that firing or that demotion was not fair and of course I'm not a PR guy, but if I was a PR guy, I would not say nope. <laughs> I mean, not the great, not the best look. That we're just advertising here that our police chiefs just <laughs> don't get a fair shot. <laughs> you could get fired at any moment. We don't care. I mean, and and, and of course, it does not help when you're finding the new chief. Uh, and I think there's a certain number of finalists. And if I was them, I would say eh, maybe I'm gonna go uh, police in Bloomington. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. This seems a little, this seems a little uh, corrupt. And, uh, and that's kind of what they said. <laughs> Broadcasted to the world, Milwaukee's got a corrupt police. Department. Department. great all right that is all we have for you today here on the rcdr life R milwaukee podcast uh the weather has gotten cool very cool <laughs> we are back to our normal normal weather uh, milwaukee weather november temperatures 40s 30s cold anyway it's cold so uh, if you like this podcast please rate review subscribe do whatever you have to do we're trying to do that every week from now on breaking down some of the uh the biggest news stories in Milwaukee, telling you who, what, when, where, why, uh, and uh, and giving you some further insight into that. So if you like this podcast, please drop it a like, uh, subscribe to the podcast, and uh, listen every Tuesday. That would be very much appreciated. Uh, Until next time, my name is Luke Orozco. We'll see you next time here on the RCDR Live, our Milwaukee podcast.